Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, spiritual and energy coach, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about self-acceptance. Now, in the wellness areas or self-help groups or within spirituality, often the phrase, you need to love yourself more, you need to learn to love yourself is thrown around um, almost flippantly, it seems, that it's an easy concept to grasp of this loving ourselves, um, how we cannot really truly love others if we don't love ourselves. And while I don't disagree with this statement, I think that it's a lot more complex to simply just learning one day to love ourselves. What does that fucking look like? What does it mean? How do we do that? Um, Without getting a little bit further through. And to me, it starts with self-acceptance. And that's what I want to talk to you about today is moving into self-acceptance. Signs that we have not fully accepted ourselves, as well as some habits that we can put into place to develop more self-acceptance. Now, the truth is that this self-acceptance isn't like a one and done. And that's why maybe people give up with with spirituality or self-help or self-growth is because they think that they've mastered a skill because they've checked it off and then they become so fucking disappointed in themselves when they're met back. But of all of our lessons, we are meant to learn and evolve through and gather a new piece of information or foundation to continue to expand ourselves like a a spiral. And that's how growth is. Whether you are working out and it's a physical, it's your physical health or your mental health, there's always pieces and shifts of awareness and growth that happen. When we start on this path, we're on the outer edge of this spiral. And so to circle around to the next point again takes a long time. Even to get through that sinking feeling, I say we always have to submerge into the darkness and traverse down there to gather that you know piece of wisdom or that treasure box that's under the surface or whatever analogy you want to use. My brain works in a lot of different metaphors. It's just how things come to me. But we have to submerge deeply and gather that peace and then come back up. And that process, when we start doing the work, whether it is our own physical health and wellness, if we've never really taken that into account, or our mental health, or our emotional health, or our spiritual health, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to get to the depth, and it takes a lot of time to resurface. You know, if we think about a spiral, the edges of the spiral, it takes a, it's a longer distance. It's a longer circumference, but we're going to continue to move and reach that point again of that peace, that trigger, that hurt, that layer of inner child wounding, or that aspect of shadow self again will show up. We can't go, fuck it. I thought I dealt with this. I fucking give up. Bullshit. You're meant to meet that aspect with a new piece of acceptance and awareness. And that's what acceptance is. And as you traverse around that spiral, every time the distance becomes smaller 
and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller until it's in the center. So that when you go into the depth, you can deep dive down, grab that piece of gold, that treasure at the bottom of the ocean and pop yourself back up. So what once took a month to gather that piece of golden awareness out of the depths of the dark may now take two weeks. And the next time you approach it, it may take a week. The next time after that, a few days. After that, maybe just a day. And after that, maybe it's only half a day. You're still traversing through the depths, yeah? You're still moving around that spiral to gather a new sense of awareness on the same concepts. They don't fucking go away. Not one bit. We can't just go on our list and check everything off and be done with it and say, that's it. I'm healed. I'm aware. I'm fucking woke, man. Bullshit. You're woke. You're not gonna be woke till you're fucking dead. And in the ground, your body's in the ground and your spirit's out of your goddamn body. Sorry. Doesn't work that way. And just because you've done years more of work on yourself doesn't mean you're more enlightened than people who've never done the work or that have spent less time than you. It's all about the awareness that you have, the piece of the pieces of information that you gather about yourself, understanding and accepting yourself so that you can move into that self-love. So yeah, sometimes you're going to slip and stumble in these steps that show up that are telling you you're not accepting yourself. That's okay. It's okay. The whole point is to have the awareness so you can go, what do I need to put into place so I can get more into that space of accepting myself, accepting others, loving myself and therefore loving others and spreading that love. So with that, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of the signs, and I've got eight of them here, that you haven't accepted yourself yet. Or if you've done work on self-acceptance, and this is surf, one of these signs are surfacing, there's a greater depth of understanding, healing, and awareness that needs to come through, yeah? Number one, you're constantly in doubt of your decisions. That means that, you know, you have to decide on vacation, or I wish I could decide on vacation, to be quite honest, and that was even an option right now. Or you need to make a decision about work, or you need to make a decision about your marriage, or, or, or. And you're constantly spinning your wheels and you're in doubt of yourself and your truth and your awareness and what you know. You constantly seek outside validation to help you and spurn ideas off because you don't trust your own. Or you make a decision and you go, fuck, is that the right thing to do? I shouldn't have done that. What if I had done this? What if I had done that? I could have done this. Listen, you fucking didn't. Period. That's part of acceptance. It's going, I'm going to make this decision based on the truth that lies and resides within me. Maybe I faltered and I outsourced someone to give me advice and it was the wrong fucking advice and now I've made this decision and I wish I wouldn't have done it and 
you sit there and spin your wheels, guess what? You made the decision. It was the right decision for that moment for you to learn whatever fuck up you may have in that decision or the fruits of your success for making an aligned decision. There's no other ways around it. That's it. So quit doubting yourself. You know how to make your decisions for yourself based on your truth. And if you don't know how to calibrate your truth, come and fucking work with me. I'll get you there so that you know what truth is when it resides in your body. Fuck. We all should be there. We all need to be there. That's where we're working towards. So number one, you're in doubt of your decisions. Number two, you're consistently picking apart your flaws. I do this <laughs> a lot. Um, it's something that I'm really striving to work on. I write a text or an email and for whatever reason, autocorrect has incorrectly corrected it. And I'm going back and recorrecting myself because I'm an educated person, because I believe that somehow deep down I'm holding judgment of myself about um, how I will be perceived in my intelligence if my grammar is incorrect. Um, I may pick apart my flaws of things I don't like about my body, places that are softer, saggier than they used to be. Things that are scarred up. I'm working on it. I'm better in accepting myself for the most part. But there are there days where it, it shows up and I feel insecure about things? For sure there is. And it's more to meet myself with acceptance. Number three, comparing yourself to others. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how many times you've probably read me seen things to stay in your own lane to you know that comparison is the thief of joy and it really fucking is your path is your path your path is your path there is no need to compare your financial wealth or abundance the vehicle you drive the body that you've been given the education you've received the parents that you have or don't have, the children that you have, their accolades, whatever happens to be, like it's all bullshit <laughs> to compare one to the other. It doesn't matter. What is relevant is your experience. What is uniquely you? Comparing yourself to someone else is, you know, that old saying, comparing apples to oranges, it just doesn't fucking work. It doesn't matter. Number four, you aren't comfortable being alone. When we're uncomfortable being alone, it shows that we don't accept who we are. We want to fill that void. We can't stand in confidence with ourselves. So we look to others to fill that space, to help boost our confidence, to help us not be quiet with ourselves. Number five, you are your own biggest critic. Any success that you have, you knock it down. Doesn't mean that you can't add some humble pie to it. There's nothing wrong with being humble about your successes. But if you are critical of your successes, 
it means that you don't accept who you are, the work you've done, or where you're wanting to go. Number six, you need others' validation. Maybe it's likes on your reels. Maybe it is the amount of followers that you have. Maybe it is the types of comments that you get pumping your tires and just using social media, for example. Maybe it's having a flock of people around you um, fawning after you, wanting to aspire to be around you. Validation. Looking to our parents. Often this happens as children that we look to our parents for validation. And what we're left with is this hurt little girl or boy that is constantly seeking external validation because they never received it for who they really were as a child. Number seven, you cannot find your own place. That is that you, or sorry, your own peace. My goodness, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I can't even read my writing. Look, I'm going to be my own critic. You cannot find your own peace. That means that you don't know how to access peace within you. You feel that you need others to bring peace to you instead of looking within and being at peace with where you are, what you have, what you're doing, your light that you're bringing into the world. Wow, my inner critic definitely is coming on this one. Number eight, you need others to love you. Again, this comes with this love and adoration. You need to have other people like and love you. It's important what they think about you instead of really being okay with what you think about yourself. I was telling a friend the other day that what I've had to learn to tell myself is that it's none of my damn business what anybody thinks about me. And if I feel like I need to convince someone that I'm a good person or that I need to be liked or loved or I'm worthy of that, they're actually not worthy of being in my life. It doesn't matter. Your circle of importance should be small. It should be filled with just a handful of people that would do anything for you and you would do anything for them. Care about what they think value and feel but coming from a place of knowing the truth of who you are instead of needing them so what is the commonality of all of these eight different signs that you haven't accepted yourself it's a focus on the external world it has nothing to do with internal validation internal anything really it's all coming from without instead of within. And how do we, what do we do then? Because, you know, I look at these, these eight kind of signs that I haven't accepted myself. For the most part, I really truly have accepted myself. But I, do I have moments of all eight of these things that will come up at any given point in time? Fucking for sure. For sure I do. Which is when I give myself a bit more compassion and lean in try to figure out and get to the root of where this is stemming from. 
a new piece of awareness surrounding it. Again, moving around that spiral to the narrow part of the spiral so that I can deep, deep dive down, gather that piece of treasure and come right back up and surface again with that golden light. So what can you do? Well, you can start putting some habits into place to develop self-acceptance. And I've got five habits for you to, to help you with this piece. Number one, recognize and accept what you cannot change. Some things are beyond anything that we can do. You have a diagnosis of cancer. You can't change that you have cancer. You can change your point of healing and growth and mindset as you navigate through the healing of that cancer to get to that healed person again. Any illness you can apply this to. Someone leaves your life, you can't change that. You can't make them come back. You have to accept that they're out and have, you know, reflect on what they gave you when they were with you for that time. We have to accept the things that we cannot change. Number two, accept your mistakes and while you're improving. When you make a mistake, I made one in this podcast. I couldn't read my writing and I mistook a handwritten E for a handwritten L and saying place instead of peace, which made absolutely no sense. I'm a human and I make mistakes. I have these little jot notes and sometimes my writing is more sloppy than others. And that's just part of the process. You're still listening here, I hope. And um you're not going to stop listening just because I flubbed up on something, right? The people that care matter to you are not going to ditch you when you fuck up, when you make mistakes. As long as you own up to the mistakes and recognize that you have the potential to learn, grow, grow and move forward from them. Number three, accept and not force how things unfold. Let go of control. Listen, my friends, control is fucking huge. It is this false sense of power, security. And the truth of it is, is that we can't control anything outside of ourselves. Not a damn thing. And so our job is to fully accept and then love every aspect of ourself so we can be aligned to our truth, show up as we are, how we're meant to be. Because the rest of it, we have nothing. We have no control over at all. We have no control over someone falling in love with us or falling out of love with us. We have no control of when we may choose to leave our bodies. When our loved ones may pass away. When we get into an accident. We don't have control over these things. Number four. Accept gifts. Tangible gifts that are given to you. As well as your own gifts. It's 
twofold in the acceptance of gifts. All of us, each and every one of us are gifted with a unique set of skills, talents, abilities, nuances, things that we bring to this world to help make them light. Maybe it's your ability to connect with other people and draw conversation out of them because you know what it's like to feel on the outskirts and to feel like you don't belong. And so you pull and move through your own discomfort and pull that out of others. Maybe your gift is making a space beautiful. Maybe your gift is creating beautiful meals for the people that you love and care about. Maybe your gift is providing safety and comfort to loved ones. I don't know what your gift is. You know what your gift, gifts plural, are. The other part, so it's time to start accepting them. These things that maybe hindered you or bothered you, they're actually beautiful and they help change and shift the frequency of the people inhabiting this planet because you ripple out not only to your circle of influence, but then those individuals' circle of influence. It doesn't stop at you. It never fucking stops at you. You can only control what's within you, but as you move out, the potential of where it moves is fucking huge because I'm sitting in front of my computer with my arms outstretched, (laughs) talking with my hands as I do. And it's also important to accept gifts. People want to gift you with their time, their support, love, whatever it happens to be, take it. If you are unable to accept and receive receive gifts offered to you, you send a message to the universe that you don't think that you are worthy of accepting gifts from the universe. So fucking stop it. Accept the gifts that are offered to you. Accept that they are there, that you're worthy of receiving them. Last but not least, accept compliments. This is hard. Most of us dismiss, change the subject, maybe make a joke. (laughs) I've done all of the above. You know? When people compliment you, because they see the truth of who you are, accept it. It's okay to accept it. It's part of accepting the good and light aspects of ourselves and helps us be more accepting of the parts that we don't like as much. I hope this has been informative in helping you understand some signs of when your self-acceptance, when you haven't reached self-acceptance or when you're dipping into places where you need to tune in and accept yourself more and some practices that you can put into place to develop habits to be more accepting of yourself and therefore more accepting of others on a daily basis. And as we accept ourselves more, we love ourselves more and we have more love to give, which is where I foresee this world needing to go. Much love to you. Bye for now.